0: Coming today with two powerful moms, uh, Shauna Yasher, she's a mom of three children, but a senior at Thomas Jefferson High School um, in Virginia. You've heard a lot about that in the news, but also Ashra Namani, the senior fellow at the Independent Women's Network, uh, had a son who graduated from uh, Thomas Jefferson. Ladies, thanks for coming on. I want to say congratulations because you have raised smart children. All your hard work paid off. Shauna, I want to start with you because your son is still in Um, Thomas Jefferson, he applied early to some schools and then he found out, well, um, his application could have looked a lot better.
1: That's right. (laughs) What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so here's what happened. Like, you know, like lots of parents across the country uh, this past fall, my son was busily putting together his college application and uh, his father and I were helping him the best that we could to help teach him how to put together the best possible resume. I mean, your college application is your first resume for a lot of these kids. And so, you know, you're looking for honors and accolades, and all of this is very high stress time for families. So he went ahead and he Got his applications put together, proof checked them, all the stuff that we had to do, and sent them off. um end of October, and then I'm sitting in my office at home, and I'm doing some work on uh, on November 21st. And my husband comes in with a a certificate that he found in my son's room, and it said that he was a National Merit Commended Scholar. And, well, first of all, I was super excited. We're really proud of him. That's a, That's
0: a big yeah, deal. That's a big deal.
1: We were so proud of him. I mean, he works really hard, and it was it was great. So, but then I looked a little more closely at the certificate, and I noticed it was dated September of 2022, and this is November 21st. So it's right right before Thanksgiving. And so I asked my son, like, when did you get this? Did, has it been sitting in your room for you know months? And he's like, No, mom, we just got it in homeroom last week. And, and that sparked a lot of questions for me. You know, did my son just miss an email someplace? Did he miss a notification? Or was this something that the school just was delinquent in handing out? Mm-hmm. So I dug in and I, I talked to the school administration and, and found out that, yeah, they did have those certificates um, earlier, but they didn't hand them out to the kids right away because they were looking for a time to give them to the students discreetly when the kids that didn't receive them wouldn't feel so bad.
0: Uh, Ashra, come in here. Really? Really? So A, do kids that don't receive rewards feel bad? Or can they maybe feel happy that some of their friends and Um. uh, acquaintances actually did achieve something major? And maybe they can Uh aspire to do it also?
2: Yeah, Lauren, it's just so unbelievable. You know, when I heard this from Shauna, um, I remembered back to eighth grade and our little town newspaper, the Dominion Post in Morgantown, West Virginia, would always pick the honor boy and the honor girl. And I was, you know, a smart little girl and um, was a contender. A girl named Anna Facati got it. I still remember her to this (laughs) day. And I am still so happy for Anna. And Anna slipped me a little note and said, oh, Asra, it should have been you. And I said, no, Anna, I'm so happy for you. And that's how I think kids are. I know that's how kids are. And beyond that, it's not a school system's decision to withhold any kind of award because federal, state, local regulations require that we, the parents, have the full academic record on a child and a major accomplishment like this good on your son, Shauna, is something that should be in his files for his mom and dad to see.
0: And and not only does it impact the, um, well, there's so many issues here, it impacts your ability to get into your dream schools, but your ability to get funding and scholarships, which seeing the cost of tuition, you know, anything that works in your favor <laughs> financially will affect your decision
2: on where you're going. Yeah, you cannot make this up, but this is such an open-shut case of injustice. When a child and then their family is denied an award that can either bring them admissions to college or financial aid. I got a $250 scho- dollar scholarship for grad school, and to this day, I'm grateful for it, you know? Um it bought books. But <laughs> Yeah, I bought books, exactly, you know, and and also beyond that, it's a boost, you know, to your confidence and that somebody sees you and isn't that supposed to be the message of social justice activism today? We see you. Well, when you erase people and their merit and their accomplishments, you are essentially erasing that person's life and their story and and i just cannot believe it but to this morning we woke up to a washington post article if you can believe this by a reporter who is telling us the parents nothing to see here there's no impact you know he quotes uh, somebody at uva somebody at virginia tech well, it's not your choice. And this reporter happens to have Stanford legacy now in his life story, which his family can benefit from. In our instance, we have, and this is why it's a civil rights issue. We have a lot of students who have been impacted who are from immigrant families and are minority children, most of them from yeah. Uh, countries in Asia. And this is not what America is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about equal opportunity for everyone.
0: A hundred percent. And Shauna, when you found out about this, what, what did what did you do? After you, you know, said something to your son, um, I'm assuming you said something to the school, what was their reaction? What did you find out?
1: Right, right. So I did. I spoke to the school, um, spoke to the school administrators and they really wanted to brush this off. I mean, one of the things that Brandon Kazaka, who is the director of student services at Thomas Jefferson High School, told me when I spoke with him was, "Oh, Shauna, don't worry about this. The colleges know that your son is smart." And and I just what? was, yeah, I was, I was
2: unbelievable. Dumbfounded
1: no, they no, they don't. No, they don't. It's competitive. Yeah, I, I was dumbfounded by that statement. I, I was like, you know, I didn't understand why you would say, well, we don't need to put awards or recognitions next to your son's name because they just know. They they just have an idea. This is not osmosis, simply because you go to a really good high school. Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology is an amazing high school. It's been consistently ranked as one of the number one high schools in the country. But going there doesn't mean that you're have a golden ticket to every school and every university. You still need to work hard. And colleges are looking at that. They are looking at the kids who go to these good schools and try hard. They don't just let you in because you gained admission into a good competitive high school. They want to see that while you were there, that you were rigorous in your academics and you performed well. These are the top things that admissions officers are looking for. So if my son has an application, and it doesn't list a national merit award or other accolades that most of his classmates might have, then the college is thinking, well, did he not get it? Did he? Was he not trying very hard? Did, was he not as successful as his classmates? You're judged against your peers. And for these Thomas Jefferson kids, You know, sure, a lot of them receive this award, but it's it is equally important for them to put it on their application, even if it's not the number one thing that a college admission officer is looking at. And I don't think any of us ever thought it was the number one thing that a admissions officer was looking at.
0: I want reaction from parents when We're Momming Today continues right after this.
1: I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.
0: We're back on We're Momming today with uh, Ashra Namani and uh, Shauna Yasser about the injustices, the war on merit that's happening at where their children went to school and go to school. Um, And and Shauna, when you... Became vocal about this. What did other parents say? Were they in your camp? If their child was also impacted, and what did the ones say whose kids could only dream of being a National Merit Scholar?
1: I've I've gotten very little negative impact from really. From parents. Yeah, parents are just floored. They're just flabbergasted that the school would withhold this information from a child. I mean, this is the child's property. You know, the child won this award. Why would you not give it to a kid right away? This isn't a participation trophy. This isn't like an attendance certificate. Yeah. You worked really hard. You were the top 3% um, on this particular you know, scholarship competition. You should get that award. So, you know, th- most parents see it the way that we do. Um, they want this fixed. They're happy that the school system is now addressing it. But they wouldn't have addressed it if it wasn't for parents like me and for Ozra's reporting on this, and and everybody else who's been reporting on this. The school system was going to just brush
0: it under the rug. Asha, oh, is this happening in other schools?
2: Oh yeah, and they are still trying to brush it under the rug. Unfortunately, and, you know, I, I see that. Can you hear that crumpling? Right. So that is that is the student record file that I got. I'm pulling it out. I'm doing an unpacking on radio right now. This is what I got from the school system for my son, because what Shauna was able to do with her incredible research and just, you know, being such a strong mama bear, just not not letting them off the hook with their excuses. is I asked the question, I said, you know, my son did kind of well on that um, little PSAT test that he took junior year. I'm a little bit I'm not sure. Like, did he maybe get an award? And it was a national merit scholarship corporation who told me two years after the award had actually been given to my son that he'd gotten the award. So the school system had kept it a secret from him and from me. I didn't know it, it was a of papers. It's a pile of papers, no certificate in there. And so it just felt like um, such a slap. And, and what's happened is, indeed, what we've learned is that Fairfax County Public Schools, Loudoun County Public Schools and Prince William County Public Schools along with now Stafford County Public Schools spreading kind of like a virus here in Northern Virginia have admitted to withholding these National Merit Commended Student Awards. The tally is now at 18 schools. And if people think, oh, that means that, oh, it's just a sloppy oversight everywhere. I just want to add this date, this couple data points. That again speak to the civil rights issue here is I did the data crunching and Secretary of Math Honor everyone can't mess with me. Um,
0: did you um, know? Did you know you were the Secretary of Math Honor? No, I was. <laughs> or did they tell you two years later?
2: <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Oh, Oscar, you've been elected Secretary of Math. Yeah, after I'm in college, right? How <laughs> do so my my duties and. Um, Sure enough, I did the data and analysis and in these four school districts and of these 18 schools, this is the metrics is that 75% of the kids that got the National Merit Semifinalist Award, which is just a notch above, and the only publicly available names because the schools have not, for for all these reasons, released their commended student names, 75% of the students are of Asian American uh, identity. And so and these are in school districts where the the population of the Asian American demographic is about 20 percent. But then you go across the border to Arlington County and Alexandria, where most of the winners are white and non-Asian. And they did release the information on time to the families.
0: So So, bottom line that.
2: What are you saying? Bottom line, that is when, when the progressives talk about systemic injustice, we're all there, you know, to try to fight systemic injustice. And this is an instance of systemic injustice against a group of students that are supposed to be a protected class also in the United States with civil rights laws. And that's why I so support this investigation that the U.S. Attorney General of Virginia, sorry, that the Virginia Attorney General, is doing Jason Mieras into this whole case because um, there's something, there's funny business going on. That's the bottom line, and we've got to get to the bottom of it.
0: Shauna, um, you have three children. Um, when is this the only issue that you've noticed um, in all your years in the public school system, and that you've been vocal that she lacks.
1: <laughs> no, no. Okay, no. Tell us. No. Well, I mean, so my youngest um, son is actually severely dyslexic. And like during the pandemic, there was some serious problems with how they tried to do remote learning for kids that were on um, IEPs, individual um, education plans, as well as 504 plans that are protected by the federal government. And in fact, Fairfax County Public Schools just entered into a settlement uh, with the Justice Department that had found that they violated all of these special needs kids' uh, civil rights. So there were 25,000 students in Fairfax County impacted by um, schools being closed during the pandemic, and they're not receiving a free and adequate public education that they're entitled to by law. So. This is a situation that I see a lot with Fairfax County Public Schools is they're not listening to the parents when the parents raise some of these issues to them. We noticed during the pandemic that there were significant problems with how they were doing special needs instruction, and it wasn't working with the remote learning environments for a number of these kids. And the school system, just they just closed their ears to us. They wouldn't listen to it. And parents were then forced to seek help from the Justice Department, and now they have received it. But these parents now are having to go in and try to get, you know, back compensation for the services and stuff that they had to provide themselves, and it's it's going to be a fight for a number of these families.
0: What are your? I mean, like, what are what is the state of the education department in in your county? Like, how do you, how do we fix this? I, I, it became Glenn Youngkin, your governor, made it a big issue um, in a in a state race uh president former president trump is making an issue in 2024 on the federal level just announcing plans um of what he wants to do to the education system basically to take the woke out of it and concentrate on the fundamentals again pro-school choice there is frustration there are problems what are solutions whoever wants to take that question first
2: yeah, you know, I um, had the honor of being able to go speak this week to the uh, class at Harvard University on and its Graduate School of Education, went there with the best of intentions and my Mary Poppins bag of examples of the way that the education um, school districts have lost their way, you know, examples of, you know, books like Woke Baby and A is for Activists now being taught to our little kindergartners, and, um, and I went there with one message which was that school systems and this is public and private schools really they have to be responsive to parents stop treating us like the enemy they have to have transparency and accountability stop with these sole source contracts like fairfax county has been doing and and other school districts stop hiding curriculum and um trying to use you know erase buzzwords that you know are going to trigger parents because you're just hiding what you're doing. And then three, um, this is so, so fundamental, but they have to have some level of accountability, right? In the in the effort of transparency. Um, and that means that, you know, in Loudoun County, there's a grand jury that has uh, indicted the superintendent and the public information officer. And, um, and there has to be some accountability either to voters, to the court system, something so that we clean up our schools. Well, I just want to let you know that my message, do you think I got a great round of applause there at Harvard? No. What do they do? Oh my gosh. There was a, Consultant there from she works for this one of these big-ticket companies named castle their multi-million dollar company she's worked in the um, administrations of the education us education department and um, and and federal government the Capitol Hill she verbally abused me and um, said at a place like Harvard we cannot have so such a lack of integrity and um intellectual um you know acumen and um and a a grad student literally stood up and said that what i was saying was hate speech so that is the future of leadership that is being educated in these ivory tower institutions. Yeah. And
0: it's nothing about education. It's it's all about other, other issues, which I'm not saying aren't significant, but they uh, are not the core of what students need to learn. We have to wrap this up, but Shauna, I just wanted to give you the last word here on what you see really coming out of all of this and your efforts.
1: Well, what I would like to see is um, a turnover in our school boards, to be honest. they become political hotbeds for political activists who are looking to move up and seek higher office. They're not interested in placing academics at the forefront of our public school system, and we need to change that. We need people in academia that are wanting to put academics first before all of these other issues.
0: Ladies, thank you for the time. Thanks for speaking for so many people. Um, for so many parents out there who sometimes just don't know I mean, you know if I want to find out what's going on with one kid at school I have to ask the other one or their friends sometimes your kids don't always give you the information so thank you for getting it thank you so much
1: From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.